So am I like not supposed to ever stare over here? You do whatever you want. I always find my eyes wandering to the camera. That's okay. I'll just yeah. look at my pod. I was going to say, look at your pod. It would be yeah. fucking funny if you just stare at the camera the whole time. <laughs> no, no, <it's> like... <laughs> All right, y'all. You ready? Yeah. yeah. After breath. Okay. One night, I had a thought. What we ought anything we want. We quit our jobs. We went outside. No one could tell us how to live our Hey, welcome to the fucking metaverse. My name is Wiley Aronow, a.k.a. Gordon Goner. I'm joined with my partner, Greg Solano, a.k.a. Gargamel, and three very special guests for the Peepee Man birthday episode. Nice. The three club managers, the first three club managers of the Board API Club Discord. Welcome. I'm Lobelly, and I'm super excited to be here. I'm Peepee Man, and uh, I am, today's my birthday, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ben, and this is really exciting to be here. Thanks for joining us, guys. I think to the community, it probably makes perfect sense that we would have you guys on because you guys are like, have been the face and so much of like the lifeblood of the community for, you know, going on almost like a year and a half at this point. Um, And we just love talking to you. And this is like such a fun, like, so this is a fun episode for us. So we're just, we're just happy to have you guys here. I think it's like quite rewarding to like, just go out and help like the community, but it's also really rewarding to be here with you guys so thanks for having us yeah, yeah. so um, i i think maybe a good starting point is when you guys first got into nfts and then maybe how that led to coming into the board of yacht club I'll go yeah go ahead i'll go so my initial starting point in nfts was my own artwork and oh. i was doing a lot of art just in my free time on the side and I started to look at NFTs and see a lot of people kind of turning their art into NFTs. And I had no idea what that meant. Um, so I started jumping online and into discords. And a couple months later, um, Pranksy had reached out to me and he was starting a project and he had asked me to be a part of it. They were putting together this kind of box of all these different pieces of art and they wanted me to contribute a piece. So I did. And that was like my first entry into NFTs and kind of this whole space. And then after that point, it was like, just like so fast motion. Um, And then a couple months later, after I had kind of been in the space, apes popped up and it was like, I think it was April 30th that night. And then into May 1st, the next morning it had sold out. And I was just on my computer all night long. Um, I had minted a few and that was it. I remember you were one of the first early adopters of the bathroom, which yes. was a pixel yeah, bathroom right wall away. that was kind of the inception point for everything that we created at BOIC. Yeah. And for those of you who are unaware, uh, when we launched it, we had this idea that, no, it was the first thing you could do with it was it was the key to the bathroom wall at the club and you could drop a pixel every few minutes, I believe, mm-hmm. at first, right? Yeah, it was every two minutes initially for the first couple of days or weeks or something. Yeah. We put, we, we encouraged you to like, keep it two minutes. Cause it was going to change. Yeah. We're like, no, we need more time to like get stuff up there. Um, so yeah, I remember when I found apes, I was looking online and there was actually things going on with the project. Like there was the bathroom and then, you know, there was prospects for the future and that, that was not the norm at the time. So that was like, oh, we can pay attention to this and kind of follow this and see where it goes. Whereas before it was like, uh, mint it, forget it. And that's cool. I've collected that and whatever, but this was different. And the bathroom kind of gave you something to do. And 
like I said, I was on there for hours and getting my name up there and NGB was up there and all of these other people. Yeah. Everybody was up there. So it was just super fun. And then the discord itself was the energy was so insane, but there was all this collaboration happening with the bathroom. And then all these people kind of, you know, you'd see people from these other projects in the ape discord and you're like, Oh, I recognize that name. And, but we're all kind of hanging out here right now. So it kind of just evolved into this thing, but the bathroom was definitely one of the things that grabbed my attention and kind of kept me, I think, in the project, whereas a lot of other projects, you kind of forgot about it and moved on. So there was a cool spirit to the discord in those early days, I think that like was so different from other NFT discords. It was the first time that we really saw the model of a club play out in the way we had hoped, which was that when someone bought an ape and joined the discord, the first thing that would happen is they would type uh, exclamation join, Mm -hmm. which was a, a bot that would basically verify you as a club member. And then just hordes of people would be like, welcome, welcome, welcome. And it was this like celebratory moment, which was completely the opposite of how it was basically everywhere else in the space at that time. Yeah. And I think the artboard, the bathroom was what like solidified that. It's like, no, no, no. That's like, and it's like, yeah, go drop your pixel down or like defend your space or build. Yeah. Your, your territory. Yeah. What, was it, what was it like on the bathroom in the early days? It was like, brutal. Yeah. It was so brutal. And with those two, with the two minute timer, it was really, I mean, you were seeing things change in, in real time. And I remember, I can't remember how long after it was like that the project had been going, but you know, other people would get these apes that maybe like at first it was this core group of people and we're like, we got this bathroom, like we're making it look so cool. Everybody's got their own spaces. We were building the basketball, like all together. There's a lot of collaboration. And then this other group came in and they started making the whole corner gray and the gray like started oh, taking yeah. over the whole thing. And it really started a lot of conflict in the community. We're like, what is going on? Like, why is somebody ruining our space? And they're like, I mean, they're a part of it too. So we have to like manage these, these fight, kind of conflicts. Yeah. So yeah. we ended up actually after many kind of back and forth conversations with this group, I think they were a Reddit group or something or like some telegram group. And, um, we made peace and they kind of had their own space. Amazing. PP <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, I think that I got started into like NFTs cause I've always been like, not always, but like since like 2017 in crypto, just like playing around, nothing too like serious. Oh. But then I started like watching videos of uh, EVE Online, which I consider myself as a gamer, but not a huge gamer. But I saw like this community just like develop its own ecosystem of like its own GDP and like it's just their own wars. It was just like really like mind blowing. So I started like looking into like little communities within crypto and I found actually the CryptoPunks Discord, which I spent like a bunch of time there just like learning mostly. But yeah, like all of a sudden, like I was like buying like these little projects that I like, liked. Um I bought a crypto dick butt, which was really cool. <laughs> and um, I bought into like a project that just like was raffling NFTs. And one of the prizes was an ape. And this was maybe in mid, maybe late uh, May. So I won the ape and I go into the Discord. And all of a sudden, like, I just go and like, hey, I won this. Like, how can I get acquainted with, with just the project? And people were just like answering, just like inviting me to like, this is the way you do it and just come here. Like it was just like, felt like a real community. So I kind of like felt back to like the Eve online, like community. I was like, well, maybe this is like where I belong and it is where I belong. So, <laughs> so that's how I got into apes. It's amazing. I, so from a, a economic perspective, Eve online was like deeply fascinating. Yeah. Um, so I come from like a finance background then. So I've always liked like obscure markets. That's like my thing. I've always like loved the art world that is just like so obscure that, 
people can't just like go in on day one and be like, this is what I'm going to buy because I like it. No, they have to do research. So just NFTs overall were like quite obscure in terms of like market structure. And I was just geared towards it. Um, yeah, that's uh, like I found my place in the NFT world with um, that background. Yeah. Ben, your turn. Yeah, thanks. So a little bit like PP Man, I had dabbled in crypto early, like 2014, 2015. Um, and then I stumbled onto Top Shot in 2021 early. Somebody had posted a picture of being in queue and I had no clue what it was. All I saw was the NBA logo. And just being an NBA fan, I'm like, what is NBA Top Shot? What is this? And I start diving in, do some, you know, little Google searches and find out that they're officially licensed by the NBA, right? So I'm like, wow, okay. They're taking this crypto stuff to the next level at that time. I was intrigued. Um, and that's actually how I found BAYC, just, you know, playing around in the Top Shot community. Uh, some of those honorary apes came about and I seen them. I was like, wow, the art just really hit me. Found my way into the Discord. I was greeted by you guys. And, I, you know, earlier, like how you mentioned the community that was fostered there, you know, I really feel like it was started top down, right? Like you guys were in there. Anytime somebody joined, you, you two were greeting them early on. You know, Tomato was in there, Sass as well. So I think that just really hooked me. Right? I'm like, okay, the art just calls me for many reasons. I'm a bored dude. I'm an ape. <laughs> yes. know, it's, it's me. And then like you come in and then you just meet, you know, genuine people like you guys, low belly in the community, herb in the community, just a whole bunch of other, you know, community members that are just there maintaining the vibe. I think that's really what, what hooked me. It was the Top Shot people that promoted us the most early on. I don't think we would. I don't think we would have sold out honestly if it weren't for you and a few other Top Shot people. Yeah, yeah. LeBoy James, know. Big Dog Brother. That's right, LeBoy yeah. James, exactly. Yeah, yeah, girl Dad. Big dog. Yep, yeah, the Girl Dad, exactly. And these were the people who like really were like, "Hey, this is fucking cool," and um, got excited about the roadmap. I appreciate what you said about the top down thing too, of like trying to foster what the spirit and vibe yeah. of the community was, because that was something that was very important and recognizing that we ourselves were starting to become too busy to sort of like create and foster that that sense of community that we we thought was so important led to us basically identifying you three and a few others in that in those very early days that basically the reason that you guys were brought on as first volunteers mods and then eventually you have employees is that you guys were immediately helping it was very organic for sure absolutely and it still feels organic in my opinion i agree it was mid-pandemic too which i think people forget about and yeah I know I was just like at home and I was telling them like, I'm such a digital citizen. I feel like I'm more of a digital citizen than like <laughs> a public citizen. So yeah. this community felt healthy in a way, which I feel like a lot of communities online don't a lot of the time or they kind of, you know, go that way. And I think people were so excited about what was happening and it was different and people wanted to like keep that feeling. Yeah. And that's why so many people were helpful and just engaged and interested and me myself as well. Um, Cause it was fun. It was like, I want to be here. Well, yeah. <laughs> you all brought in a sort of each, a, a special flavor of that. Right. Okay. So do you mind me saying what you did before? Yeah, this? you can. So you were, it was an elementary school teacher, third grade teacher, third grade teacher. And I, I love that because when you think about like what your specialty was in a certain sense, it was like, <laughs> Managing a bunch of rowdy apes in a discord. Yeah. You know? Conflict management. Worse, right. Yeah, behavior management. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep like a bunch of third graders in line. Keeping like it cool. Very, very keep it cool. <laughs> there are so many parallels. Um, Not that apes are children, but like it's yeah, it's it's managing people and like their emotions. And yeah. with crypto and NFTs, there's so much emotion. And people I don't think realize that, especially when they're starting out until something happens or they get rugged or there's a scam or whatever it is, or something even good. I feel like that's where you've sort of like risen is like sort of like you're like, you know, 
queen of the mods in certain yeah. sense, right? It's like, that's how I see it. Um, PP, you also wore multiple hats in the very beginning as well because of your finance background. We ended up going to you for all kinds of advice and figuring out certain financial aspects for the company that we would have never have been able to figure out on our own. Um, and then PP's that, special projects manager or something. We got to like the, the title. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking about that for forever. You know what's really founder? And then, and then, <laughs> and then you were kind of a perfect fit for social media manager at the company because you had already been thinking about content creation and you'd already been very active on Twitter. And we noticed that you just had the right sense of humor for it, that you were just like, that's maybe almost the most important thing is like the two for a social media manager in my eyes. Getting the vibe. Getting the vibe, knowing, having the right sensibilities and knowing the structure of like what you can and can't say, but also just like being fucking funny. You know, it's like you were just posting up shit yesterday on your personal account that was yeah. cracking me up. Thank you. you know? I, I think you just dropped the bomb because a lot of people don't know that I'm social media manager. Oh, oh really? It's not just Ben. He's not alone. Yeah, he's not alone. It's not just me. Sorry. He's killing it. It's also the NBA Top Shot guy. We always joke like we get all of our information from Ben's Twitter because none of us can pay attention or like navigate Twitter on our own for like just like a Ben's Twitter. Yeah, like it's everything that's. I think like in the beginning, like probably like eighty percent of the BAYC news came from like me looking at and putting the notifications from Ben's account. Yeah, I mean, I'm just extremely lucky, honestly. It's been you know just meshing with people on Twitter. You know, I've probably been on Twitter for a while, but besides like knowing the business side of it, just like following the community, right? Being in tune, I've been lucky enough to be here since very early so just following all the pages right like anybody that's a good vibe and it just grows so yeah amazing yeah well we were just talking about it earlier today or yesterday how when before we hired pp he was already doing so much work in the support channel and it was onboarding people with ledger and just security and single-handedly like saving and helping so many people in the discord. And I remember just staring at that channel, not being able to answer any of the questions on my own, but <laughs> I'd be pinging him. I'm like, PP, like, can you help me? Like, Hey, there's a question in support, like no rush, but when you get a chance, like check it out. I don't know if you'd mind me sharing, but I remember back then when PP was getting onboarded, um, he just mentioned how like, this was w- way more fun. And, yeah. Like, you know, we could go do a whole bunch of other things and finance, et cetera, go start our own thing. But like the fun is here. Yeah. So it's like. I had so much fun like working in finance. It's just amazingly fun because there's so much to do. It's like every day is different, but this is way more fun. Like there's, if there's a lot of stuff to do over there, there's a bunch of more shit to like do here. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the same thing about education. Like every day is a different day. Like there's always something happening. There's always a fire to put out, but it's just fun. Like it's fun to be in the metaverse, like with all of these apes and other people now. Um, It's cool. In the fucking metaverse. In the fucking the metaverse. metaverse. Sorry. Yeah. I'm curious where you think the metaverse is heading, broadly speaking. I mean, like, obviously, you're invested in in other side success as part of being as being a part of Google Labs. But I'm curious down the road, you know, pie in the sky, where do you think this this space is heading? I, I see like, I see the social value of the metaverse as like at least the selling key point for me because, um, like. On the days off that we have, like I spend a lot of time said, on Twitter. Yeah, it's like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Couple hours. It's like it's like this is me on Discord, but I'm not working, but just having fun. <laughs> so much. I'm not gonna ban that guy because I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna keep my mom. I'm on my lunch break. <laughs> but like I spend so much time there, just like socializing with others. That if we can make that, um, just like. Be more interactive. That's what where I think that the whole metaverse concept has like a lot of like value to like give me. 
Yeah. I think for me personally, is, I don't know if I can pronounce it right, but interoperability. Yeah. I think, you know, one thing that got me into NFTs really early was just I played a ton of 2K, right? Every single year you would what? Create a character, spend hundreds of dollars on that character, boost up his stats. Next game comes out, fresh start, you know, or another game, right? If you want to play another 2K game, whole another character, whole another account. So I think just, you know, being able to move from these digital experiences, you know, with your one ape, your one character, your one thing that you uh, connect with, I think that's that's the next step. Yeah, I mean, having ownership and interoperability combined is like so powerful. I think that the whole thing about the metaverse and MMORPGs and where we are now is like a society is people are looking for like that sense of community, I think. And that's what we've seen a lot in the whole space is like people building off of these communities and in the normal world, like there are these communities that are existing around these brands and all of like, you know, outside of even technology, but it's like, how do you actually tap into the people that are like interacting with that? And I think that's, what's so different about crypto and NFTs and the other side is like the community is so embedded and, you know, they have their toe dipped into a little bit of it and, you know, they have kind of a say and a part of it. So it's kind of what's different. Yeah. What do you, what do you guys favorite variables in the collection? Like, like actual like traits, like what are the actual traits that are your favorite in the whole collection? I love the Admiral coat. I think it just fits, right? Like we're a yacht club, yeah. even though it's not really, you know, like yacht club vibes, like, all right, they're kind of like the Kings of the sea. Right. And so I love it. And then I think the M2 version of it is really nice too. So I artists did a great job. I personally like the um, crazy eyes, the M1 crazy eyes from the NYC. Nice. Like they have like a lot of like little. Oh, eyes. it's a, the small eyes. Yeah. 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 But it's yeah. just they like different colors too. Like under eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, like they're, they just like look cool. Cause like they look mutant. Yeah. And then the um, captain hat, but M1 with the little brain coming out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the, Easily I, one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, I love That was it. one of the first variables for the mutants, period, actually. Yeah. Like well, we it were, was the first. Yeah, when we, we were, were trying to figure out like yeah. what what a mutant looked like. Yeah. Yeah. It just it makes sense. To define the whole rest of it. Yeah. yeah. Note how he didn't say cheetah fur, so. Well, <laughs> I was about to say I'm gonna be controversial, but like the DMT fur when oh, we because I minted oh. one and when I saw it, I was like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> this collection has a DMT fur? Like, what is going on? And yeah, I just remember like disclaimer i've never taken dmt but i've read about it and you know whatever know about it and i was just like what is this trait doing in this collection like there has to be more to this so this is the snm hat nice uh, it's the classic it just like felt i was so happy to make that trait because it was like, <laughs> it was from like you know you, you know of that hat from like the lgbt like like 1969 snm scene in new york city you know that's where it became popular and just fucking felt so cool. By the way, I don't know if like this is completely true, but I think the orange background was gonna be like excluded or something. It was like yeah, I, I we like almost like yeah, that, we, we had like the biggest that fight that over that. Over the biggest freaking <laughs> fight we had. I think. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, we were so tired by that point. I think we were like you know we'd been had so many different ideas that none of them like had panned out, and we were felt like we needed to that the market was slowing down so much that we just wanted to like get this out. And we were in love with the look of the apes and we were just deciding on like background colors. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, it needs to be like muted, like darker background colors so that the apes would pop. And I'm like, no, it needs to be like bright background colors so that 
the apes of pop. Anyway. <laughs> it was honestly like the perfect uh, way of explaining our relationship. It was like, you know, if you picked out the brightest fucking colors, and I picked out like the most muted, dull background colors ever. It was like all gray. And after like literally like 72 hours of fighting, it was like, all right, we're just half and half. Yeah, we're just half and half. I picked my four. Like, that's a- <laughs> I think we nail on the head. I think it just happened so perfectly. And you've yeah. got an orange background. So. <laughs> I know. Exactly. And it looks fine. It's quite a nice muted yeah. purple. But it became yeah. like a huge meme in the community. Like it's like stands yeah. out so much against other colors. It's kind of like surreal that, that we're like sitting here and it's just like, I don't know. It feels like so long ago, but it's just like one and a half year ago. Like it's just yeah. Like yeah. weird. Yeah. It's like so fast. I'm very, very proud of where the company is at now, which is like we're right on the precipice, I think, of each individual bucket from other side to MeBits to CryptoPunks to BAYC and MAYC all have such incredible functioning teams and, and so much of that I'm grateful towards you guys for because the a lot of the people that we have to onboard are not Web3 native. They're not crypto native. They're not even NFT native half the time. And while we look for people who are as often as possible, it's impossible in trying to grow and scale a company. And so you got three, but really all our club managers in general are the ones that we look to to help onboard them into the space, to help understand the NFT community. And without you guys, I don't think any of these new employees would really be fully up to speed and understand the ethos of the space. What is really cool is that these people are usually very like curious about Web3. So it enables like for them to like be actively asking questions. And it's just like, I mean, we're DJs at the end of the day. Like we'll (laughs) talk about it like all day long, but it's just like them asking questions and like just talking about it is what makes it cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, one thing I've noticed is like everybody that we brought in, I mean, well, it's probably... Four days from now is my one year at Yuga. So oh, it's like, wow. it incredible. But Congrats. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah. Definitely wouldn't be here without everybody. So yeah, I, I think just one thing that I've noticed is like everybody that we bring in, they're highly motivated, right? They're really intelligent people. And if they don't know the Web3 space, like people man said, they're eager to learn. So it's it's been incredible just seeing the grow from what are us six, seven to to hundred. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you, thank you so much for coming, for coming on to the fucking Metaverse, coming yeah. to Miami to be with us. Thanks for having me. For like yeah, for everything else us. that you do, obviously. Yeah, more but. so than just about anyone else within the community or even within Yuga Labs, the uh, club managers, I'm just more grateful to than anyone else. Thank you for all of your effort and just setting the tone of the entire Board API club, frankly. Just thank you. Thank you for yeah. DMing me and inviting me for <laughs> Yuga. <laughs> Don't tune out just yet. Producer Fallon here to remind you that this This is Web3. Do your own research and make your own decisions. This podcast is not legal, financial, tax, or accounting advice or an offer or solicitation of an offer to buy any financial product, currency, or security. The views expressed are opinions of the individual participants and are not any type of guarantee, representation, or warranty of any kind. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week or whenever we feel like it. Welcome to the fucking metaverse.